Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joy podcast from LGBTQIA plus community radio station Joy 94.9. For more information and tons of other podcasts, head to joy.org.au. We have uh, in the studio our next guest with us. We've got Christina McLaughlin and Lauren Strangio, who are here to talk about a, a, um, a show at the 45 Downstairs called Talking Walls. Well, it's called Cut by, by uh, Talking Wall, Walls Theatre. Uh, Lawrence is the director and Christina Hello. is the performer. Welcome to the show. Lawrence and Christina. Hello, thank you. Now, before we talk about the actual show itself, just to get a little bit of background on the two of you, now I might start with you, Lawrence, actually, if that's all right. Sure. uh, So tell us a little bit about your background and uh, and how you, I suppose, where you've been to get to where you are now. (laughs) Okay, so I'm a theatre director and I've been directing shows for probably 35 years now. Is that Uh, all? Is that all? I know. Young (laughs) young spring chicken me. But I started in architecture and then I went into set design and, you know, then came back to Melbourne and went, you know, I don't know really what I want to do in a theatre. And then I started watching a lot of directors at work and enjoyed that you know the, the the way that you could use your um, intuition and uh, your imagination, you know, through other people rather than actually being the the person either doing the the making of the the set or the you know those the, or the sort of practical things. It was more of a, an esoteric. Um, yeah, because it's world. very different to being an architect, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but I, you know I still think that I think very spatially. So that's um, that comes through my directing. Well, I trust it does. But that, that's you my, trust that's, it. Well, we'll find out. Well, yeah, you can ask Christina uh, that question. And uh, and what about the sets? Do you? You know, because of being an architect and you got involved in set design, do you, you know, like still get involved heavily in I, the set? I, I get good designers to do to do the sets, and, and you don't I stick have your a nose lot in? of. I do stick my nose in. Oh. Of course, I stick my nose in. But <laughs> don't but direct, all directors do that? Yeah, but I, but I, but I trust other people's judgments much better than my own. About okay, this. but I, but in I, other words, you I were crap it. at doing it when you were doing. <laughs> well, it. Well, yeah, there's a reason why I'm not a stage designer anymore. Um, but yeah, I find that the, you know that's. That part of my my background, I think, uh, it makes for good, um, I suppose, dialogue and conversations and collaborations with good designers. And I'd rather have a, a designer other than myself to work with because it's someone else to bounce ideas off and okay. someone else to throw good things in. Right. But I, I taught Christina at Deakin Uni back well, ah, many years so ago, many years ago, a number right. of years ago. Right. So yeah. yes, so that's there's there's the connection back right. that way. Okay, mm. so Christina, give us your background. Yeah, so I... Apart from having a crap lecturer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I was a good lecturer. Thank you very much. He was a good lecturer. It was a great, great time of my life. Yeah, I studied at Deakin Uni many years ago and then worked um, mostly in, yeah, independent theatre. I've always loved the theatre. I went over to New York in 2015 and... Or 2012, sorry, and studied there at a place called the Neighbourhood Playhouse. And how, how was that? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I spent three years there and it was incredible. Yeah, it was a great experience studying for two years and then just living and working in New York for a year. Before. Did you get much work? 
No, not acting work. Yeah. No, I didn't get much acting work. But um, it's a tough city. New oh, York is I hard. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. And it's not um, suited to my personality. So I, <laughs> I came back to Melbourne and, you know, I love it here. So. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. And do you do much work here? Yeah, getting there. You know, I'm doing a lot of independent theatre and a few shows a year, which is great. And then this is um, why I decided to take this show on, is to really push things to the next level. Right. Now, I, I'm going to ask you, it's, well, it's personal, but it's not personal, personal. Mm. As an independent um, uh, performer, mm-hmm. um, do, like, do you get paid? Yes. So this project, I've um, worked hard to make sure that all the creatives on the team are getting paid. Right. So we've done um, a big fundraising campaign. We've raised a lot of money and right. we've been able to pay When everyone. you say we, are you heavily involved in the, the theatre company? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's mine. It's yours. Right. It's my okay. theatre company. And Be- I- yeah, because I was talking to a neighbour this morning whose son is in a, and I won't mention the name of the show, uh, and it's on for three weeks and it's pretty much sellout, mm-hmm. and he's not getting paid. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked. I thought most people did get paid at least something, um, and uh, and she went no, you know, like, and he had to take time off uh, to rehearse and and uh, as well from his his day job, yeah, uh, and you know, like, so it's an interesting it can be hard, yeah. yeah. And independent theatre, there's a range, you know, some people will get full fees, some people get profit share, and then sometimes there's not much profit share around and so you do work a lot for not much money and and as a director that's worked you know in independent theater probably most of my career um you know there you you relish the moments when you get the chance to actually pay people properly because people deserve to be paid and and sometimes it's difficult to do that and sometimes you're, like Christina's saying you know you're in a profit share situation and sometimes the profit share is evenly shared and sometimes it's not and sometimes some people get a- annoyed if it's evenly shared because they think well I did more work than that person over mm, there did and yeah. those sorts of things and it's you know it, it's not it's nothing vindictive it's just it, it's hard to do mm-hmm. and um, the opportunity to work on a project where people are being paid properly just means you're all free to to actually work and actually work on the show mm. itself and not be worrying about well how, you know what shifts am I going to juggle in order to be able to do yep. this or what yep. other work do I have to give up? Yep. Mm. All right, forty five downstairs, a great yes. space to beautiful to be. venue. Um, thank God it's back. Yeah, thank yes. God. It, thank God it's yeah. back. Uh, and um, the the show is called Cut Cut. Cut. Um, very deep. Puns and he comes out. Really. Yes, it's going to be like that. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what? How much can you tell us about it? Who, who wants to talk? Well, um, I'll start, and Christina can correct me. Sure. Um, the, so, the the play was written by Duncan Graham, who is Sydney based now, originally yep. from Adelaide, and it was this was performed. In Adelaide originally, I think maybe 10 or more years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, who, who found Sydney, the play? Sorry, I, I found, found it. it, yeah. Right, okay. Yes. It was Sydney originally. Oh, um, Sydney originally. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I don't know. And then at, in 2011, and then again in Adelaide, or a different That's production right. in Adelaide in 2015. Yes, right. The script that we have has 2015 as the date on it, but yeah, yeah I knew it was earlier somewhere. Now, but why, why this play? Why did you pick... That play up. What what was it, and and how hard is it to you know? You must read a lot of plays. Mm. 
Yeah, it is hard. And I think you need to find something that you connect with on some level. And um, I, I like quite dark plays. I like things that are quite that are complex and challenging, and this play certainly is all of that. Right. Um, but I like exploring flaws in people and the challenges that I think each person has. None of us are perfect, and this play really looks into and delves into a fairly troubled woman who's suffered some trauma in her past, and she's um, possibly looking at ways of dealing with that, right, how she okay. deals with that. And uh, Lawrence, w- w- you know, like when, you, when you were presented, and the fact that you know each other, uh, did you read it and think, yep, this is a, a Absolutely. winner? Absolutely. One of those, it, it's, it, again, as a director, you read a lot of plays and you tend to be going, would I do this? Would I do it with? How would I want to do it? Does it say what I want to say? And those sorts of things. When I got given the script to read, it was one of those ones where it's like a, it's like a whodunit in, in, in a sense that you just don't want to put it down. And, and, as Christina was saying, it's very dark and you know, appealed to my particular sensibility mm. in that way, especially. But also, it's it's it, it puts you in that situation where you think, you know, how are people going to deal with this as an audience? And, oh, okay. And so, you know, does that, that worry you a bit? You know, like if it's mm, if it's too dark, maybe. I think I think you want you don't want you don't want to scare people in the sense of you don't want to scare them off. You don't want to, and you you want to. But take, you want you that want, intrigue, you want, though, don't well, you? Well, you want the intrigue, but you also want people to to take something positive or something that mm. they can do out of it. You know, there's mm. no point in just presenting people with a horrible situation and then leaving them there. Yep. You've actually got to give them that situation Result, and, then, and yep. then things to think about, yep. things to take out of it. Oh, I love and, that. And that's what and, – and, like, this is a play which is, like, subject matter it's it's about stalking and it's a solo performance so we're seeing it through the eyes of the person who's being stalked mm-hmm. and you know it, it's not and it's not online stalking it's not that sort of you know um technology based thing it's 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 the good old sad well sadly bad old you know standard version of being pursued and um and the powerlessness in that and that and and particularly now the fact that these situations are, are still around that everybody is vulnerable in that way but particularly women are vulnerable and that that we as a society need to be dealing with that it's not a yep. woman's problem yeah but women women shouldn't be or people shouldn't be having to change their behavior because mm. they they want to be safe mm. people need to feel safe mm. people should be able to be safe and so mm. the Play tackles that that aspect of it, the, the fear, the terror, um, but also what is it that we need to do in order to shift that time, that mm-hmm. that paradigm. And I actually just want to go back a step, Christine, mm-hmm. if I could sure. ask you the question. Sure. You, you, you said you uh, obviously picked this play, you, mm-hmm. you wanted to follow it up. What's the actual, like, technically what's involved in actually going, like, approaching the writer and sort mm-hmm. of asking about you know, getting yes. that done? I mean, you know, and, and, and what's involved in that? And, and, and also, I suppose, how do you then balance up what how they see it being performed as to how you want to do it. So I was possibly a bit cheeky, but I found the play online in 2019 and then I Googled the playwright and then I found him on Facebook Mm. and then I messaged him through Messenger. And (laughs) I don't know if you 
I think most people know this, but if you message someone you're not friends with, it just kind of disappears somewhere. Uh, okay. That maybe sometimes people find that request, that message request. And it took a few months, but eventually Duncan did. And then he replied to me. We started a conversation. Um, and eventually we shifted from messenger to email. Um, and he was always really supportive of me doing the production. And obviously COVID happened. Uh, uh, 45 closed mm. for a while. So there were all these different delays that pushed the show back okay. um, until eventually we got this um, this slot at 45. Yeah. But Duncan has been really open with me and with us and Lawrence. We had a conversation with him and he really gave us freedom. And he said, whatever you want to do with it. He had no okay. input into how he saw the play being presented. But, yeah. but I also, a male writing it, mm-hmm. and that it's about a female. Yeah. I, is, that, is that interesting? I think I think that that's a it's a good question to be asking, and it was certainly a question that that went through my mind immediately when I read the script. You know, particularly also because from my point of view as a male director approaching it, mm. I asked that question about myself: Why am I? Why do I want to direct this? Why? Why is this? Is this story for me to tell? And is it you know like um, is it strong enough? You know like understanding what a woman mm. is going through. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, because that's the side as mm. well. Men don't understand what um, women go through in a situation like that. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, again, that's been a strong thing for me throughout rehearsal is about this is this is what I understand from what's going on here. What what are you what do you think? I'm, mm. I'm lucky not a, I need to have Christina in the rehearsal, but I've got a I've got a, a team that's predominantly female in terms of the other creative involved mm-hmm. and and stage management wise and the, and mm. the producers lady as well so you know lots of questions and a, lots of of probing of is this what it's like and yep. is that what yeah, it's like yeah yeah you would but, have to be asking those going yeah, back definitely. to the question before about yeah. like with duncan writing it mm. that was my interest i wanted to know what's duncan's approach why do you why are you writing this play mm. what are you you know what are you wanting to say and 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 also i needed to be clear that i I agreed with what his what his take was on the situation. But there's, yeah. a, there's ambiguities in the work, and that's yeah. what, that's what makes it mm. a really strong piece of writing. Yeah. But also, you know, it could be seen in this way or it could be seen in that way. And I had a particular view, and back to what you were talking about earlier mm. about, you know, what if the those things mm. don't align? Mm. Well, my thing is, well, I, I want to direct it this way. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it that way. I'm not going to do what you want is that okay? You know, mm. um, so yeah, I think that it's really it's it's a really important question. Mm. But also, I think it's really important that we as men engage with that. That we're mm. not um, saying, "Oh, well, this is up to women to solve the yep. problem." Because uh, I, we're, I, men are part of the problem. Yeah. We're yeah. the problem. Yeah, and and it's good for men yeah. to be you know like well writing it, directing it mm. uh, to have a, a better understanding. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, what the situation is. Duncan had a collaborator at the time who was a female, and I don't know her name, but he did work closely with um, some females in developing and asking questions and spoke to his female friends about their experiences. So I think that comes through in the in the piece. And I don't think that any anything should be exclusive. Okay, you know that Mm. could get me in great trouble as a statement. But I think that, (laughs) that, but in in many situations, I think that it's important that everybody body brings their own take on it to 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 a work be it through the writing be it through the performing or the directing but but clearly you have to be in consultation you yeah. have mm. to have to ask people you have to be 
doing it from an informed point of view. Yeah, and I was just going to say the other thing with uh, with some, uh, a topic like stalking. I mean, it, it can also be it can cross genders as well. I yeah, mean, I know absolutely. That because we're talking obviously about the male female genders, yes. but you know, stalking can be it can yeah. be, it can be any any gender basically. Exactly. So so that that there are obviously t- issues are universal. Mm. Basically. Yeah, and yeah. and that's what theatre is there for. It's to, to there to provide a metaphor mm. that can then be taken uh, and, yeah. and, and interpreted yeah. in other ways as well. Um, it's not just about this character who has no name, um, who happens to be in this situation. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah. Christina, how have you found it? You know, like being the person performing uh, the, this piece. Uh, has it freaked you out a little bit at times, or uh, you know, like you you feel so strong because you you know, like you, you've got a better, you know, for obvious reasons. Mm. Um, but has there been a few times where you've gone, I'm, you know, like, and you're walking down a you know, like a lane way, walking away from um, uh, you know, like Flinders Lane where the theatre is, and and you hear footsteps behind you. Uh, thankfully, not. No, um, I've been really secure in exploring it and I think part of that is having a really supportive team around you and being really comfortable with the people that you're working with so you can push boundaries Mm. and take yourself to places that are quite dark and uh, scary or challenging or traumatic but it's how you look after yourself in those moments and it's knowing for me it's knowing what to do to take care of myself emotionally but also having really supportive people in the room with me. What what a great great concept Mm. and yeah, like I, I think it. I can't wait to see it. Can't <laughs> wait to see it. And when does it start? We this have coming uh, week. We we preview mm. on Thursday the sixteenth, yep. and we open on the Friday, and we run to the twenty sixth. Christina gets the Monday off in between those. I do. Um, but every every night between the 16th and the 26th, other than the Monday, um, yeah, it's yeah. there. And, and where is it? At 45 downstairs, which, which is, is 45 Flinders Lane. Funny um, about that. Yeah, 45. <laughs> and you know what? It's downstairs. Hey, it's downstairs. Yeah. A lot of stairs. Mm. Um, if you, there is access, though, if it you can't do, yeah. do stairs, there is access from, because Flinders Street is lower. And yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Of course. Yeah. But it's, but yeah, so don't be put off by the stairs, please. But it's um, and but, a beautiful yeah, and building, beautiful, you know, like, and the space is yeah. gorgeous. Those windows, those big windows. Yeah, you won't oh, see them in our show, but no, yes, you won't. they're there. They're um, still there. I do want to mention as well. We have an Auslan interpreted performance. Oh, yes. on Tuesday, the twenty first of March. Right. Yes, okay. So that's an accessible beautiful one. design, beautiful performances. Yep. You know, yep. happening. And what's it called again? Cut, cut, cut. So, okay, that's a good way to end this. End the <laughs> cut. <laughs> Yeah, yes, Rob, our podcaster, cut now. <laughs> Great. That, thank you so much. We've been talking to Christina McLaughlin and Lauren Strangio here about the show called Cut. And we should also just point out that if, if any of the things we've talked about has unsettled or disturbed anybody, uh, you can actually go to our joy.org.au forward slash support and there are links to any services that might be able to help you as well or you might want to refer to. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community radio station, Joy 90. 94.9. For more podcasts or to support Joy by becoming a member, donating or subscribing, head to joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.